Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Thursday, May 11th, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Jim, you said Thursday. 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 Our first Thursday. Our first Thursday Thursday. Thursday Thursday. (laughs) You're thirsty for crime. Thursday is brought to y'all because you want it how you like it. That's right. That's what we're giving it to you. That's it. We're giving it to I you. I am working on a little something, fellas. Uh-oh. That can make Thursdays even more special Uh-oh. around here. Mm-hmm. I can't talk about it yet because it hasn't. Because <laughs> it's probably political. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no, it hasn't happened yet. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about it off the air later. And I think you guys are going to be. Excellent. Are going to be happy about this development. That would be I always love your surprises, Mike. We don't always love my surprises. Mike, you're right. We don't. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) Hey, time for some crime. (laughs) Time for some Thursday crime. It is. Lifers, and we love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, Woody Everton, you and I did a Bloody Angola podcast just last week on Casey White. And Vicky White, yes. who escaped from prison, uh, Vicky White being a guard. Uh, actually, she was a high-ranking CO in a jail. Right. Uh, Second in, in command. Yeah. And Casey White, of course, Stone Cold Killer, yep. horrible always human Always has been, always will be. Yeah. So, it, you know, just go listen to that episode yeah. of Bloody Angola if you have not yet, yeah. and you'll understand what we're talking about here. We're not going to get into all that, but... Uh, at the end of everything, Vicki White ended up getting uh, killed. What you know? There's yeah. some debate whether she killed herself or Casey yeah. White killed her. He killed her. <laughs> yeah, there's no debate. No longer any debate. No debate in our mind. But uh, but Casey White has uh, pled guilty Thursday. By actually, way, this past way, Thursday, they were they were not related. They uh, they just just happened to have the same last. That's name. it. Yeah. That's it. So he pled guilty. Uh, just this past Thursday to his 2022 escape, which precipitated a multi-day manhunt. It was actually 11 days that ended in the death of corrections officer uh, who authorities said helped him break out of the Alabama detention center. Now, White 
39, was charged with escape in the first degree following his capture in May of 2022. He was later indicted for murder for allegedly causing the death of Vicki White, 56, who died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound after the two were apprehended in Indiana following an 11-day manhunt. He appeared in the Lauderdale County Courthouse on Thursday for a status hearing, uh, which was expected to start in June when he pled guilty. You're probably just surprised as surprised by today's turn of events as we are. One of his attorneys was quoted as saying, things happen really fast today, unexpectedly. Casey White emotionally apologized to Vicki White's family in court, saying it mm. wasn't supposed to happen Bullshit. like that. Yeah, he's a, he's a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, he's murdered many people, and, and these. He's he's looking at several life charges in different cases or whatever. Stone cold killer. Yeah. yeah. And six foot nine. Six foot nine. Three thirty. Covered in wow. Nazi tats. Really? Yeah. 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 He's bigger than Tony Mandarich. Yeah. I mean the guy's yeah. a monster. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, did you, the first charge was he had to plead innocent or guilty to escaping prison? Yeah. Is that one? I mean, yeah. isn't it kind of self-evident? Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely what you would call it. I know, I know. You say Vicky took him hostage. I know right? I left for three months, but I'm innocent. I didn't actually escape. Yeah, right. And then, uh, yeah, go check, out, go check out Bloody Angola. You can actually hear when he murdered her. They, and I think they say it was suicide just so they didn't have to work it, right? And, that, um, and get into all the bullshit. So, yeah, I mean, he's sounds looking, like he's murder. Looking to me. Like twenty-seven different murder charges, not really, but he's looking at a whole lot of different murder cases and everything, and he's convicted murder. Fuck him. Sounds like a pretty scary guy. Yeah, indeed. We often, way too often, uh, talk about gun violence in the United States and stories related to gun violence in the every United show. States. We're going to go to the former nation of what was once Yugoslavia, which uh, is now Serbia, at least. I don't know if Serbia is all of the old Yugoslavia, but much of it, and the former capital city, Belgrade. So we're, uh, we're going to, uh, to Serbia where there was a school shooting. A 14-year-old who was a pupil at, uh, at this school used his father's gun uh, to shoot up the place last Wednesday morning. Eight students plus an adult, were killed after the teenage boy opened fire. The 14-year-old opened fire in his elementary school in the Serbian capital of Belgrade. Speaking at a press conference, police spokesperson said the eight students killed were seven girls and one boy, with the youngest being 13 years of age. Multiple outlets report that the adult who was killed was a security guard at the school, Another six children and one teacher have been hospitalized, according to Serbia's uh, Ministry of Internal Affairs. The local major, Milan Nedeljovic, said doctors were fighting to save the life of the teacher. Health Minister Danica Grujicic confirmed two of the boys in the hospital were in stable condition. Police said the boy had been a pupil at the Vatislav Ribnikar elementary school in the center of the Serbian capital since 2009. He allegedly used his father's gun for the shooting at around 8.40 a.m. local time and was later arrested in the school playground. So the kid had been there for 13 years. Uh, I guess uh, they do a big preschool thing as well, but unbelievable that he could have been part of the school since 2009 and then shot it up. Um, the police sent all available patrols immediately to the spot and arrested the suspected minor. Um, the student is suspected of firing several shots from his father's gun in the direction of students and school security. That's according to the interior minister. All police forces are still on the ground working intensively to shed light on the facts and circumstances that led to this tra- tragedy. According to the BBC, a police spokesman said the boy had planned the shooting about a month in advance and had a list of children that he was targeting and planned to kill in those uh, in which classrooms he would uh, go to and in what order in order to kill those kids. Uh, The motive for each of the kids that he picked out is not clear. As I said, school shootings are uh, are a rarity overseas. Uh, uh, The Serbian education minister said this is the first shooting of its kind in their country. 
No mass shootings have been reported at schools in Serbia prior to this. And uh, uh, the Dallas Maverick star, uh, one of the great young players in the NBA, Luka Doncic, for you NBA fans, is of Serbian descent. And Luka announced plans to pay for all the funerals associated with this tragedy. So he's paying for all the funerals of all these uh, children's on uh, on behalf of the families. And so a really sad thing to hear about this going on other places. You know, they say in this first one in their country, I'm sure, unfortunately, won't be the last. And uh, I'm going to tell you about another one here at home. Uh, um, So in the Atlanta area, um, they're – searching for a teenage suspect in a 2022 ambush that killed a 14-year-old and wounded several other teenagers outside of Philadelphia High School after a football scrimmage. U.S. Marshals in Philadelphia are working with the counterparts in the Southeast and are seeking help from the public in light of credible information that as of November 2022, the now 17-year-old suspect was hiding in Atlanta, Georgia. The reward for information leading to the arrest of Daron Bernie Thorne of Philadelphia has been increased to $50,000. A judge in January ordered an adult and three other juveniles to stand trial in the shooting. All are charged as adults with murder, aggravated assault, firearms and crimes, and other counts. And authorities said five people jumped from a parked SUV and opened fire on teens who were walking away from an athletic field in Roxborough High School in September 2022. Nicholas L. 14 of suburban Havertown, was killed, and three other teens were taken to hospital wounds, and another was treated at the scene. Police have said they don't believe Hills was one of the intended targets. They said one of the shooters chased a 17-year-old victim down the street, striking him with shots to the leg, arm, and, and tried to fire as he stood at the victim, but his gun either jammed or was out of bullets. Another school-related Jesus shooting. Christ, man. He didn't that go to football practice Really anymore. awful. Yeah. I don't know, bro. And he got away. Yeah, he got away, and now he's hiding in Atlanta. Uh, and he's like 17 years old. Yep. And I'm sure it's, I'm sure his gang stacked up with them. I'm sure they— they floated him down, you know, it's down south to the Dirty Bird in Atlanta. So kind he's like not totally. uh, he's not about to go through his high school graduation down there. Yeah, I imagine. he's probably he's, not. He's happening. not a, a you know a go graduate cum laude or anything like that. Maybe and, an uh, an initiation is more like what yeah he'll end yeah up going maybe the uh, he's going to graduate into the detention center or wherever. We need a more positive story coming out of that it's one. Two and killers. In a row. As luck would have it, I have one, y'all, and this yeah. is absolutely amazing. The Fort Worth Police Department has completed official DNA testing confirming the identity of a woman who was kidnapped as a child 51 years ago wow. and was found by her family in late 2022. Police announced this update recently and in and uh, are hoping for closure for the Highsmith family. Now, Melissa Highsmith was 22 months old when she was kidnapped by a babysitter in 1971. She lived in Fort Worth for most of her life and did not even know she was missing or that her biological family was looking for her. She just thought it was a normal day. Her family hired an amateur genealogist who had a DNA test done through 23andMe. A website customers can use to find relatives and create a family tree. That led them to a Fort Worth woman who went by Melanie Brown. Highsmith's family took to Facebook in November of 2022, announcing they located their missing daughter on a page called We Found Melissa. Melissa was reunited with her parents and two of her four siblings for the first time on the weekend after Thanksgiving of 2022 the fort worth police department said in november they will be conducting official dna testing to confirm her identity and those results have come back in and it's confirmed she is uh she is that missing child now although the criminal statute of limitations expired 20 years after melissa's 18th birthday the fort worth police department continues to ask for public assistance with any additional information concerning her abduction that occurred 
over 51 years ago. Generally, under Texas state law, the statute on kidnapping is five years. The statute. What? Of, yeah, I know. I, I was shocked at that. Uh, the statute of limitations that expires 20 years after the victim's 18th birthday is a charge of aggravated kidnapping. It's crazy. So a rally was held in downtown Fort Worth on Saturday, this past Saturday, as a call for the Fort Worth Police Department to provide more resources to the department's cold case unit. The unit has over 1,000 unsolved cold cases. Yeah. There is only one detective, Woody Overton, assigned to the Fort Worth cold case unit on a full-time basis. Yeah, they need mm. some more money for that. Yeah, uh, but you would think Fort Worth would have it. Right. It's got to be a big yeah, department. Yeah, it is. It's, it's huge. Yeah. So Melissa Highsmith attended the rally among many other family members of victims of cold cases. They marched down uh, from the courthouse to the cold case unit. There are so many uh, just unsolved cases sitting on the shelf. We need to reopen these cases, but they don't have enough people to investigate them and not enough funding. Right. Many the of it being for the DNA stuff also. Right. I bet I bet 100 of them could be cleared like this girl's case. It's just an amazing case. And many of the attendees at the rally believe the funding is an issue that plays a role uh, in unsolved cold cases in Fort Worth, and they're working in conjunction with fabulous law enforcement and heroes to raise funds, raise awareness, but primarily to raise funds to help cold case officers do the forensic testing right. that you just mentioned. What he knows is shit, y'all. Uh, that is now at hand that will allow us to solve unsolved murders in the past. But just an amazing could. Could you imagine uh, well, you, your your baby is abducted well, at 22 months the, old and you find her she's, 51 she's years old? She's oblivious. She must have been yes. either that same babysitter kept her and raised her or she sold her. Yeah. I mean, but I guess the statute is up. And this is the, the great thing about DNA and, and, and uh, in that – you know, not only does it does it help with cold cases, but it also helps exonerate people when they, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, That's right. I was wrongfully charged so I was think something. about the cases that I've cleared through DNA, uh, and especially cold cases, but you're absolutely right. There are numerous people who have been cleared who are falsely accused. So there's a good positive story for today. Yeah, very, very interesting. I needed that story. Um, you look like you need a positive story. This, this next story is this next story is <laughs> a little bit uh, emotional. It's going to be oh, shit, it's going to be go. a little bit difficult All right. for me to get through. So I, I asked your patience, folks, and right. in helping me get through this. Um, officials in the state of New Jersey are noodling over a major mystery in the town of Old Bridge. No pun intended. More than 500 pounds of pasta was dumped in the woods last week. This included ziti, spaghetti, pepperdell, angel hair, all kinds of other noodles dumped, 500 pounds of it. <laughs> a community advocate posted photos of the heaps of food along a creek in what is called Veterans Park. A man known only as Joey. Imagine that was asked to comment on the matter, aka Mike. <laughs> a man known only as Joey was asked to comment on the matter, and he said, "Hey, this is <laughs> this is disrespectful to my people. If it was leftovers, you can always give them away. My mother, may she rest in peace, would keel over and over again if she witnessed this kind of waste. Forget about it." <laughs> Photos were posted and started to circulate on several local Facebook groups. Quote, this township has no bulk garbage pickup, said Nina Jocknowitz. And the funny dump this time was pasta, which you all picked up. While several people on the street, including Nina, say they know who did it, that person is someone they care deeply about and the situation is sensitive, so they are not giving mm -mm. up the name. I believe that goes back to the, the black hand. Snitches get ditches. The, this instant instance of illegally dumping may seem like a bizarre one, uh, but Nina said it points to a larger issue of bulk garbage. She said financial constraints sometimes prevent people from properly disposing of large items like 
couches. Town officials said they estimated that several hundred pounds of uncooked pasta was removed from the packaging and dumped along the creek. They said it looked like it was there only a short time, but moisture from the area did start to soften some of the pasta. So maybe what, so by the time start, they got there, it was, it was al dente by the time yeah. they got there. Oh, Lord. Uh, the Department of Public Works visited the site and found what appeared to be 15 separate wheelbarrow loads of That's illegally dumped crazy. pasta. Really? Police were called to the scene to take a report, and then the two public works employees cleaned up and got rid of the pasta in less than an hour. The they were that hungry? The incident <laughs> is under investigation. We're going to post a photo of this. Oh, the photo is unbelievable. Yeah, it just, is. I saw it. It's Look, heartbreaking and, to see. Why in the hell this kind would of you dump all you could give it to well, anybody? Here's some, you know, pasta. that's. Town did not have public trash. What shit they could have called? And that's one problem. Now, that wouldn't have handled 500 freaking pounds of uh, noodles, but. They probably have a thousand homeless they could have fed them. That's what I was thinking. They could have gone anywhere and done that. Yeah. Crazy. uh, That's crazy. I love pasta. Absolutely. What'd you think of Joey there? Joy, I think it was Joey, but Fuku trying to come out of retirement. I think that's how he really talks. When he, <laughs> yeah, Joey. When yeah, he's at the house. That's how, yeah. Hey, hey, hey y'all don't Lord, know. That's my, pick up your basketball. That's how That's how Mike talks all the time. This is what you're getting this every is day in life. Air Air that's this is on air That's yeah. right. He's trying to be all professional and shit. You guys are right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us free samples my allergies are throwing my whole morning off do i sound different to you <laughs> i love that you sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year there bro i sound different to me i feel like i'm in a submarine yeah well have you tried Astro pro it's faster bro oh. all right Astro pro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray it is the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally. Designed for long-term retention. Speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 
50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Sayonara. So anyway, all right, so y'all, let's take you to Florida. And on Monday, um, authorities released a video footage of a deadly police shooting that left a suspect with a lengthy criminal background dead and his hostage injured. The shooting happened Sunday night when a bondsman were looking for 53-year-old Ronnie Clark for a warrant over his failure to appear in court on drug charges. Let me tell you all about this real quick. You know what the Posse Act is? This is why this story got started. The Posse Act is if you're out on bond, you sign out, it's like the oldest law in the books from um, the cowboy days. If you sign out on bond and you don't show up for your court date, your bondsman can literally go kick in your door and ship with no warrant. So they're out looking for them when this happens. Um, so when they kind of, they fe- Clark had a long criminal history with 58 felony convictions and he was incarcerated three times. Um, the bondsman kind of located him and they called deputies who arrived around 5 p.m. to serve a warrant on Clark and found him in a tent with a woman being held against her will. He also emailed text others saying he was going to shoot it out with the deputies. A five-hour standoff ensued as authorities tried negotiating, um, and a sheriff's drone showed Clark holding a knife to the woman's throat. A deputy approached Clark and the hostage and fired a single shot, killing him. The bullet fired at Clark may have struck the hostage as she is recovering in a hospital. And the Florida Department of Law Enforcement is investigating, and the deputy is placed on leave while it's investigated. Well, you know what? Props up to the deputy for doing that. The, I remember uh, my SWAT team interview the uh, Ben Smith, who's dead now, rest in peace. He was one of the top snipers and everything else. And they, one, they asked me all these different questions. But Ben asked me, he said, if we're in a Waffle House and um, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, a guy gets up and put a pistol to the lady's head, we were about five feet apart. He said, do you think, what would you do? I said, kill him. And, and I, I'd shoot him in the head. And he said, you think you can make that shot? I said, Absolutely. And this deputy thought he could, and he did make it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, the really guy was going to kill a lady anyway, probably. They, they had a really— 58, uh, 58 felony convictions. Yeah. That was a bad yeah. thing. That's bad insane. They, they had—I guess it was from a, a chopper. Maybe it could have been a drone, I guess, but probably would have been a, a chopper. But uh, there's a video of this that's— so It was a drone. A drone. Yeah. Okay. It's done in, in infrared. Right. And so it, I'd never— seen a you know a, a crime uh, a situation like that go down over um, uh, infrared and yeah. uh, and it's a really cool visual on the yeah act of heroism that this the, guy uh, yep I mean fucking hell or jail and this time it's hell yeah so let's go to Hammond Louisiana that's my old stomping grounds Woody's old stomping ground and a teen. Uh, was arrested for allegedly carjacking and shooting an Arkansas resident. I saw that. Yeah. Getting ready to celebrate his birthday. This is just a hard, you know, horrible situation here. Ladarius Evans, 18, y'all, was arrested by the Changipahoa Parish Sheriff's Office for allegedly shooting and killing 62-year-old Paul Hoyt. Deputies responded to a report that a person was shot at the Red Roof Plus in Hammond. About 8 a.m. last Saturday, when de- deputies arrived, they found Holt suffering from a gunshot wound to the chest. Investigators learned Holt was carjacked and shot when he and his wife were getting in their SUV. And gosh, this story pisses me off. According to the uh, press release, Holt and his wife were approached by an armed man wearing a mask. The armed man got into the vehicle and attempted to drive away with Holt's wife in the passenger seat. Holt attempted to stop the masked man, later identified as Evans, and successfully helped his wife escape the vehicle. But in the process, police said Evans shot Holt, who was not armed, before fleeing the scene in the SUV. 
Holt was taken to North Oaks Hospital, where he unfortunately later died of his injuries. So Paul Holt uh, heroically fights to save his wife and loses his life in the process. Yeah, because some punk. Yeah, because of some 18-year-old punk. Now, later in the day, investigators located Holt's vehicle and were able to establish Evans as a suspect. Evans confessed to the crime when he was confronted by investigators. He was also discovered to be in possession of items that belonged to the Holt's, like clothing and items uh, that he used to allegedly murder Holt and steal his vehicle. One of the items located in Evans' possession was a ghost gun outfitted with a Glock switch that converted from semi-automatic to a fully automatic handgun. Evans was charged with first-degree murder, carjacking, possession of unidentified firearms, armed robbery with a firearm, and possession of a machine gun. He was booked into the Tangipahoa Parish Jail. Wow. He is either People on vacation, man. He he probably won't get death row because the victim's from out of state, and that's unfortunate, but that's true. But he's definitely going to bloody Angola. Oh, yeah. And and 18 years old. uh, And these people just on vacation. I mean, they're, you know. Hey, they've just. Jesus Christ. Everybody has a right to do, right? Be on vacation. You work hard and do whatever. And But you know what? Props for that to that man for standing up for That's right. Well, so and he, he would have killed, he he killed her. He traded places right, with her. That's right. she, there's yeah, no right. way that what guy he, takes her. He's not killing her. What a hero yeah. that dude is. Yeah. Just a hope. So. Wow. Okay. Maybe pick you guys up a little bit here, I think. Hopefully. You guys are... Enormous LSU fans. Right? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I mean, Jim is here Purple. wearing. Well, yes. those are. It's a local leader's LSU shirt. Colors. Purple. Actually, they're Denham Springs, Springs High, High School, School colors and LSU colors. Right. Ah, two for. I didn't know. Two so, for one. So LSU copied uh, Denham Springs High That's School. They sure did. Right. Yeah, they sure did. Go Jackets. It's pretty lame of yeah. them to do that to <laughs> Denham Springs. But but you guys are. You follow. Yes. Uh, you follow I have a whole. And when you come to, the, to Real Life Real Crime headquarters one day, you'll see my whole wall of LSU helmets and everything else. Yeah. And. So. Currently, like who who who. What player is uh, Olivia Dunn? You just ruined my thing. God, I didn't know. I didn't know what you're gonna do, but she's my favorite right now. <laughs> it, she is. Uh, they she saying is, she she's selling out. She solved all they, demographics. They have smoking. Okay. They all have right, to hire. Time out. Time out. Extra time guards. Out, everything. Out. Okay. Okay. All I got right. it. So Woody's favorite. Jim, would you uh, be on board with that? Your favorite current LSU athlete is. I think she's the most beautiful, but my favorite's the. The baseball player we all know and love. Which one is that? Which one is that? Y'all don't, <laughs> y'all don't know who I'm talking I, about? I, 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 the first, Probably the best baseball player by the time he leaves LSU to ever play baseball for LSU. I know the Cruz, rank, I know man. Rank oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to watch him the other night for the first Cruz. When they were playing Auburn, yeah. Cruz, number one, future number one overall pick. Cruz. Okay, okay. I don't normally follow ba- uh, baseball until they get to the uh, – the College World Series, right, right. Yeah. But but I watched the night with my buddies the um, at fishing camp the yeah. Auburn game. Well, but she is that dude's a beast. Definitely so. my second favorite. Okay, <laughs> so you guys might be wondering why are these idiots talking about uh, an athlete at LSU? Hmm. And my point with this story is that this lady tiger is committing lady tiger grand larceny. With what's going on right this now? This is about that AI stuff. Okay, no, no AI in this story. No AI. I mean, for she the she doesn't need AI story. Um, Livy Dunn has stolen the hearts of millions of young men across the United States. The popular and old men. Yeah. The popular as uh, attested <laughs> and to a lot you, of women too. The popular <laughs> social media personality and LSU athlete has continued her all-out assault on the hearts, minds, and nether regions of America's male youth here in early 2023. In just the past few weeks, she's made it clear she's in a country state of mind, but with the warm weather officially here, she's also ready for pool season. Mm. And uh, there have been a couple of posts lately regarding pool season that have uh, that have garnered millions and millions of views in just the first what so. is what now is checking so, <laughs> Instagram? She's, she's not only a standout gymnast for the LSU oh, Tigers, and that, and they were 
they got pretty far. They got to the national finals and yeah, they, they finished like fourth been or something. Good in it's, gymnastics for years it, and years. It's a good team. Yeah, uh, but. She has a staggering 11.4 million followers between her Instagram and TikTok. And those numbers are uh, so elite that there's just no one in her, uh, what you would call her peer group, even close to matching. There's some twins from the University of Miami that have a big following, but, but I mean, uh, hands down. Yeah, but they're uh, twins, so you got to yeah, divide by two. Divide by two. Good point, Jim. <laughs> All right. 2022 was the most successful year of Dunn's career, of her career on the internet. I think that's the Sports Illustrated picture that uh, that uh, Woody is showing. So obviously, Sports Illustrated has caught on to the uh, Libby Dunn phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she uh, she earned a staggering uh, amount of nil cash this year, which. No one has been able to exactly pinpoint except to say that she is without a doubt the highest paid college athlete in oh, period. Uh, the United yeah. States. So that's more money than Bryce Young, CJ oh, Stroud, she, she Will Anderson. I mean, all of those guys that just went in the first couple of picks of the NFL draft and uh, more than anybody else out there. And 2023 is on pace to absolutely crush what she did last year. Um, like I said, everything she shares on TikTok easily cruises past a million views in a day or so. This cowboy-themed outfit that she wore a few days ago hit 3.3 <laughs> million views. Woody goes to Google right TikTok? now. Uh, and with a 21-year-old and an 18-year-old male uh, in my house, I hear her name quite often. And when I do, I, uh, I calmly give my sons this reminder – uh, there is no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> hey, I just so so you know. I do not follow her, Cindy. I'm not, I'm showing them. I don't. It says follow. It says follow under another another. It says follow. Like oh no, she has seven point four million just on TikTok alone. Yeah, yeah. So I recently asked my AI chatbot that uh, oh, that the I one downloaded. So okay, so I lied. I am going to AI, and I asked the chatbot quote. How did Livy Dunn become? God. How did Livy Dunn become so popular? The AI's response to that question. Said Mike quote, his app. <laughs> quote: Dunn joined social media platform TikTok in 2020. She initially began by posting videos of her gymnastics, but later started posting videos of other areas of her life. End quote. So, even Chatbot kind of figured this out. Uh, so even that erectile challenge pile of code gets the uh, gets it up for for Libby. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I look at this and and uh, it makes me think of Anna Kornikova is the one that comes to mind. She's she's even more beautiful than Anna Kornikova. I oh, believe. I don't think so. I don't uh, think so. I don't but know, man. Uh, but uh, although, but, but Anna Kornikova, Anna Kornikova was, was drop dead. Can Anna Kornikova do that? I don't think Anna Kornikova ever won. She was pretty talented. I, I don't think she ever won a. At least she didn't ever oh win my, a big tournament. Oh so there you have somebody who was in a sport, was professional, but was known for her beauty and and nothing about uh, whether she could perform in the sport or not. I don't know. Does Libby Dunn qualify as that? Yeah, is, is no, gymna- she's a is good gymnast? gymnast. She's a gymnast is a hell of a lot more athlete than a tennis player. Well, no, wait a minute. That's a different argument. But uh, is I she, would agree with that. She's got to be an athlete to be a gymnast. Is she legit a gymnast or is she she's an, legit. No, she's is she legit. an Instagram tiger, influencer who so happens to be able to do a little gymnastics? No, no. Now, no, let me explain to you. So LSU has one of the top, top gymnastics, absolutely. and yeah. she is on scholarship at LSU. Right. She would not be on scholarship at LSU. She could have gone anywhere. She could have gone, gone to Vanderbilt and done the same thing. And, that, and coming out of high school, she was not – 2020 is when she started going to LSU. Yeah. So she was not even uh, – I mean, I'm sure she had some followers, but it wasn't to this level. So shout out to Levy Dunn. Well, and she's yeah, from yeah, New Jersey, which that's uh, kind of a – well, don't a, get a lot of a big deal. You want you hey, everybody wants to be a tiger, baby. Everybody wants that's to be it. Tiger. go tigers. And deal, let that's me right. tell you this. Oh. Since she started her deal, they set they set they have higher attendance rates at the females gymnast matches than they do oh, yeah. basketball right. games. They sell out every day and every they night. have to hire extra security and everything else because it's packed with dudes. Okay, let me ask you <laughs> something. If there was a backup quarterback 
at LSU. And this guy was, uh, you know, a Chippendale quality heartthrob as far as the ladies were concerned. Oh, yeah, and he had, and he, and, but, you know, he's got the, he's got just, the he's, you know, 12 pack and he's all cut up and he's kind of like me dashing. Yeah. yeah. He's you, you know, eight, I would flex, eight but, years ago. I would flex, but I don't want to rip my shirt. And, <laughs> and that guy, you know, kind of barely saw the football field, and? but was making millions of dollars yeah, but she's off of a his starter. Well, well, so what? If he makes it no, good for she's him, not, she's why not. are you hating on? on I'm hey, just trying to last show de- was lookism. If- now you're doing lookism again. Why are you always about people's appearances? <laughs> what does it matter? Look, asking, I'd like to say I'm this: asking a what legitimate was, question, is this larceny or not? And and so is it larceny? She's getting paid for getting for paid being no. zillions of dollars. Gr- I think she's a great business person. Posting yeah, I, pictures of her barely. I bet her bank account doesn't think it's larceny. Okay. That's right. So yeah. this is just. An act of capitalism, and any of us would do it if we were in the right. position to do it. Yes, right. and I will. I want to say this because you know, Levy. Levy may be a fan of the show. We don't know. That's so, right. Levy, Levy, if you're out are. there, we would love to have you on Absolutely. and discuss. Or just throw us whether TikTok. it's larceny or not. So it's your seven point four million in TikTok alone. Yeah, we love. We'd love to have you on the show, my girl. Come on, come see us. I'm just asking the we'll, questions here, Liv. We'll I, make we'll I ask the questions that no one wants shot. to ask. The yeah. difficult questions. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that, that's okay, Mike. That's right. Yeah. She has four million on Instagram, seven point four. I know, I said eleven. She's getting three paid. Combined. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Paid a lot. Good for her. I'm gonna tell y'all take you to another school at Mike. And this is a Yankee school. I guess I can say that. The um three elementary school students in Maryland have been hospitalized after they allegedly mistook methamphetamine for candy. Well, I'm sure they did. Um, Police said in a statement Monday that they responded to a call at College Gardens Elementary School after the seven-year-old students got sick and were transported to the hospital. Statement added the incident occurred when students found a container of blue items that they believed to be candy. The children then briefly ingested the items before they spat them out. Uh, police said they started to feel dizzy, and they all went to the nurse. The nurse called EMS. They were taken to the local hospital, and they believe that, based on toxicology, um, the kids either ingested meth or Adderall or ecstasy or Molly. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Um, all of them. Are safe now and been discharged from the hospital. Wow! It's and I tell my kids, I tell my son all the time, "Do not eat shit that you don't know what it is." What it is? Yeah, yeah. Especially nowadays. Horrible. Right? Thank God they're okay now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys know what May twelfth is? Sunday, May twelfth. Mama's Day. That would be correct. It's Mother's Day. So let me ask you: Do you basically get your mom the same gift every year for Mother's Day? Maybe some flowers, some chocolates. Mm-hmm. Maybe a robe or a framed photo, right. boring stuff, right? Right. Well, let me tell you about something that's totally cool and different from Mother's Day that will never wilt, spoil, or put an extra 10 pounds around her waist. I'm talking about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty unique. Cool, right? Right. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. Your mom can either type a response to the email or she can record her voice if she prefers cool. to do that or she can do both. Cool. And mylifeinabook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book as well as an audiobook. And if you want, and she's up to the task technically, you know, the audiobook is a is a great extra thing to be able to do. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your future generations can treasure. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is kind of your chance to give her a way to share them. Every family is a little bit different. And in my family, we love to give each other a really hard time. So I've taken the approach in doing this of asking my mom to comment on some of those family moments that might be a bit embarrassing to other family members. Last week, my question was, mom, did you feel guilty that day you hit me over the head with your wooden clog and dad had to take me to the hospital for eight stitches? (laughs) 
mom's response. Back in the day, I was the disciplinarian of the house. And when you were eight years old, you refused to get out of Nancy's, that's my sister's, plastic kiddie pool. I told you 10 times to get out of the damn pool. You didn't listen, so I chased you around the yard. And when you slipped, I nailed you right on the head. That was the last time you got in that kiddie pool. Of course, dad had to lie to the ER and tell him that, uh, that you fell on your head, but I nailed you good. The entire process with my life in a book is simple. And in the end, mom will have a great keepsake that can remain in your family for generations. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC for 10% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash R-L-R-C. For real. They stole what? What? They stole what? What? Look, we got a lot of hate mail yesterday on our on our Facebook page because night. we skipped over the they stole what oh, and yeah, our hey, audience noticed. Right. So guess what? We bringing it back at you stole today. And Actually, one of my favorite. Woody Everton. How about a penguin? You ever stole a penguin? I have not stole a penguin. Well, guess what? I know two dudes that did. Yeah. So in 2012, two tourists, 21 year old Owen Jones and 20 year old Carrie Mules, broke into SeaWorld in Florida, swam with the dolphins, let off a fire extinguisher inside a shark enclosure. They also stole a seven-year-old penguin named Dirk from the aquarium in their drunk, drunken spree. Yeah, that's a strange name for a penguin. I found that too. Dirk. It's kind of manly for a penguin. Sounds like a gang member. So they did. They stole a seven-year-old penguin named Dirk from the aquarium in their drunken spree. Uh, the next day, the two seriously hungover men woke up in their apartment with a little bit of a memory from the night before, and we're surprised to find a penguin oh roaming around inside. They tried to take care of Dirk. They gave him some food, put him in the shower, oh my God. <laughs> and they figured out, well, a penguin ain't like a dog or a cat. This right. is going to be a little more uh, work than it's worth. Yeah. 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 So they later released him into a canal. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, before where, where you freak this? out, this was in Florida. Oh, yeah. But before you freak out, thankfully, some locals spotted them and they called the police. Yeah, right. And the men were caught. They were fined. They pled guilty to trespassing along with stealing and unlawfully keeping a protected animal. Yes. And Dirk is safe now back at SeaWorld. Dirk is safe. And that is How about a that? great, great, great. They stole what? They stole what? They stole dirt. You know, they stole uh, dirt. Have, have y'all ever, you know, kind of, you know, been out with the guys really late and somebody gets a stupid idea that it'd be fun to just, 
steal a little something as a as a prank, and then you wake oh, yeah. up the oh, next God. morning and <laughs> you're like, that was like yesterday. What are you talking about? I mean, not Swim. necessarily Dirk yeah. the Penguin, but yeah. uh, uh, any stories that come to mind? That- Swim. Yeah, well, tell us what Swim did. Uh, yeah, nothing I'd want to admit to. Well, I've one that comes to mind for me, which what's the statute of limitations? I'm way past the statute yeah. of limitations. I don't know why it occurred to us to do this. I don't remember what time of night it was, but we were at school and our dorm was uh, right across the street from where there was a McDonald's. And the McDonald's had, uh, on the outside, they had... Uh, uh, large, like human size, uh, of all of the like mascots. You know, the, the, the like Hamburglar, Ronald, the Hamburglar, yeah. Mayor McCheese, yeah. uh, whatever other guys. There's like four or five of them, and we decided we needed to have those. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> for no particular I mean, reason. I, so we went over at whatever time of night it was. We uh, it wasn't hard at all to get those things. We each got them. I took the Hamburglar. And <laughs> good choice. I and, took the hamburger. Uh, I really like cool. the hamburger. It was by far my favorite of yeah, the characters. But cool. to wake up the next morning, roll over, and see the six foot hamburger in your yeah. dorm room yeah. is kind of it's kind of shocking at once when it hits you. Yeah. Not not like taking Dirk the Penguin, but yeah. um, and this is yeah. Vanderbilt University, no, yeah, yeah. the Harvard <laughs> of the South. Yeah. We, we, we return. We're yeah. at peace with McDonald's. That's, That's law. Uh-oh, Mike. Mike. I hear some banjos. Mm-hmm. I should have got banjos for the hamburger story. Hamburger was good. Well, we've got a Louisiana man in today's story. Uh-oh. Hey, Louisiana man. So there are even some dumb criminals in Louisiana. I can't imagine. Mm. Well, he was sentenced after police found a loaded gun in his butt during a strip search. There you go. Why did I think of that? he chose this particular hiding spot when he needed to find a quick hiding spot for his gun. Justin Savoie, 24. Like my French accent on that guy? Savoie. Uh, Justin Savoie, 24, pleaded guilty Friday to weapons charges after police in the town of Golden Meadow Golden matter, baby. Speed Go speed the through there. Hey, they were on sixty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the biggest speed trap in the country. Yeah. What what interstate is that? On? No, it's down it's south where I was uh, it's in Terrebonne, oh, where yeah, I was last were? week. But it, it was uh, you don't want to speed through ten miles metal. over to the east. Yeah, I'm so tired of these cameras that take a shot of your. No, 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 no this, this is I'm actual. I'm thirty some years ago. They went through and they they had cameras on the back of the car and cameras on the front of the car and they just straight ass pulled them over for no reason and wrote them tickets. Okay, well, that, maybe that's that was why our only source of income for the whole town. That's why he <laughs> hit his gun in his ass. So uh, Justin pleaded guilty to weapons charges after the police in Golden Meadow, who were arresting him late last year on a separate matter, discovered he had stashed a loaded twenty five caliber Titan pistol in his ass. Holy cow, it was loaded. I've never heard of a oh Titan. What's a Titan? It's a, it's a cheap ass pistol. Okay. <laughs> so the kind that would, it, the kind that's bear. likely it's to misfire. Yeah, right. <laughs> the kind that's likely to go off in your ass. And would that be a smaller or it's very larger? Small. Oh, okay, it's a compact so. gun. It fit, probably fit like a Derringer. So yeah, easier than others to carry in your ass. I don't know because that wouldn't fit up my ass. <laughs> Police had taken Savoie into custody after they responded to a suspicious activity complaint in a home he was occupying with a female acquaintance. Cops said they discovered Savoie possessed a handgun, marijuana, and drug paraphernalia during an initial search. Multiple other firearms were discovered in his truck at the scene as well. And during that final pat-down, I guess they found that. I don't know. Loaded. And cop, um, it's it's a rule on cops. It's a one plus one rule. You find one weapon, you find another. And I don't know how they found the loaded one in his rectum. Um, what would be truly amazing is if he could pack a gun back there and yeah. figure out how to fire it while he's got it back there. That would right? be something. Oh, right? this, that would be laugh about that. I've actually seen an x-ray of a dude who shoved a pistol about that size, a 25, in his ass. But here's a kicker. At least he had safety in mind because 
on the X-ray, not only was the firearm, there was the separate magazine. No it, way. It wasn't loaded. Oh, my God. Around in the chamber. So at least he was smart enough. If God I'm going to shove it up hell? there and it's going to go off, it won't kill me. But so he shoved the pistol and the magazine. More, Most people refer to them as clips, but the actual term is magazine. Insane. Both of them up his ass. And got caught bringing it into a penal institution. Do you remember in, in the first Jackass when the guy has all the Matchbox cars up his ass? Oh, my ass God. That was the best. He goes the to the doctor's like, office. What's sex toy? What's sex toy? You're nasty. Yeah. How about the guy when the guy walks in the plumbing store and goes and sits down and takes oh his shit off yeah. in the newspaper? Oh, my God. If you've yeah. never watched Jackass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was one of it was hilarious. That was the same Some movie. The, the same movie was both of those. But uh, oh, he takes that, out one other one that takes out the uh, the damage insurance for the rental car. <laughs> it takes out they paint it up as a derby car and trash the fuck out and bring it back in. He said, "But I paid the insurance." <laughs> anyway, uh, Chicago's WNUA. It must be jazz. time for some kinky crime. Come on, Barry. And, and a kind of bear. You know, that's <laughs> name for you. All right, y'all. It's time for Kinky Crimes May the 11th. And the title of this one is Lock Up Them Panties. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> for a second time this year, a thief broke into Phil and Jackie Tatum's home in Southwest Florida. He had on boots, he had on gloves, he had on the jacket, and he had his face covered, Tatum said. The way this guy looked, he had done this before. <laughs> now, while it was hard to decipher the mindset of the criminal, when the thief broke into Phil and Jackie Tatum's home for a second time, he most likely did not suspect he was on camera. Mm. When he entered the room... Wait a minute, a second time? Second time. Holy cow. When he Same entered the house. room, it kind of stops your heart, Phil Tatum said. It's terrifying. What if I was home or my wife was home alone? Right. Mm. Stay tuned. On the camera, the vandal can see, be seen picking up a liquor bottle of Jack Daniels. And he also stole some valuables and over $1,000 um, from the Tatum home. These items include a combination of money, laptop, heirloom jewelry, and one other item that has been given the homeowner of the creeks. Guess what it is? What? He took some bras. Oh, uh, I guess two items. He took some bras and he took some panties. Oh, that's kinky, Woody Everett. That's right. That's a kinky that's crime. Right. The privacy value, yeah, that means this dude's going about to. He's about to smile. I, I ain't even got to finish it. I'm going to tell you he's going to be a rapist if they don't catch him. Yeah. Now, um, he took some bras and he took some panties. The privacy violation committed by a thief is classified as a fetish crime. Fetish crimes are often, here it comes, warning signs that a suspect has the potential for far, far more dangerous mm-hmm. crimes, such as rape, as the vandal invades a person's personal space while keeping a memento from the incident. <laughs> now, let me tell you about this real quick. The, um, most of your serial killers start out with the, um, uh, you know, they graduate. Sean Vincent Gillis. Right, right, right. They, they graduate as they time. develop mentally. You know, it's first of all, doing peeping toms, and it's all about masturbation, right? They masturbate into the um, person of their fixation. Then they break in, and they'll masturbate in a drawer or in their underwear and, and take some stuff like that. They'll do it to the, the fantasy doesn't do it anymore, and they end up raping them, and most of the time they'll end up killing them. They'll mm. graduate. So anyway, this guy, back to it, um, Tatum says, who knows how many people he has done this to and maybe – He's even hurt someone. And at one point, while the thief was plundering the residence, he grabs the camera, which is described as a Bluetooth speaker, and tosses it aside because he knows a camera, right? Um, in one photo, the burglar's face was uncovered. Tatum said the intruder is over six feet tall and seems to walk around with a limp. And police believe he lives nearby. Mm, so kinky, be on the lookout. They better you see someone fucker. smelling some panties. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Woody, that was pretty kinky. Yes, it was. Let's get that panty stealer off the street soon. stealers. Well, I don't understand is that these people who have video cameras that pick up this stuff, don't they also have the alarms Well, system? this was, was like a nanny cam. Not oh, that was like a nanny cam. Not hooked yeah. in the alarm system, yeah. Okay. It's in a, a ring doorbell. They suspected. I, I, I suspect that they, or it wasn't uh, simply safe, right? Simply safe is what I use, and uh, but now simply safe will alert me. 
Like I have one over my gun safe, and and somebody even gets in that zone. All right, so nobody's alert. getting in any panty drawers in your house. No, because I'm locking my wife's panties up <laughs> and her bras. There you go. Yeah. And no one's getting near. Even Cindy can't get them. No one's, getting, <laughs> no one's getting near your weapons. That's right. So what's important to protect in the house? Her bras, panties, and your weapons. That's right. Okay. That's it. And mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. this thing wouldn't protect them. You'd need no. it. Yeah, this is. I mean, and he got thrown away. That's it. You got to simply say you ain't got to worry about that. Today in true crime, y'all. Today in true crime. I love For May 11th. And look, we're going back a little bit. We're going back to 1960. In 1960, in Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Four agents abducted fugitive Nazi Adolf. I remember this. I've seen the movie and read the book. Adolf Eichmann, who is not a relative of Mike's, no, apparently. He's no. German. No. Mm. Wouldn't be. I, he was also known as me. Ricardo Clement. Shortly after he got off a bus at his home in, at 8, 10 p.m., Eichmann was the mastermind of the Jewish Holocaust in Germany and would be held the captive solution. for 10 days until he could be cl- flown to Israel. And that was a big deal back in yeah. 1960. Kind of a, a, I guess, a slow day in crime. Uh, not a whole whole lot of but famous you know they, cases were out day, there, that, but that there's was, one for you. That um, him being the, the author of the Final Solution and making it out, you know, Mossad was hunting down these these war criminals, Nazis, and he was just living as a regular Joe, working yeah. in a uh, in a factory, and you know, had been raising his family and everything else. But you know, a lot him, of them needed. fled. Uh, I want to say it was Argentina. Yeah, it's Argentina. And they had a whole German compound yep. community set up. But they were very, you know, they were doing it before the war. Once they, they had their escape plan, let's put it that yeah. way. Right? When they knew they were going to leave. Yeah. So, Nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that means no in German. Yeah. Yeah, well. It used to be a command for German shepherds in the police force. They yeah, would say nine, which would mean stop. They do uh, different ones now. And I won't say what language because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. That, um, but they, the, all the Malinois are trained in a different language. Mm-hmm. So you can't come out and say the German stop yeah. or whatever, or American stop and the dog won't stop. Right. So if you say stop biting, the dog's going to say, me no speaking. Me no speaking in English. <laughs> <laughs> My 30-something years of dealing with them. Yeah. So we got an app out there if y'all want to listen. Yes. Uh, follow along. Check out Bloody Angola. Golly. Rocking and rolling. Numbers are on fire. Yeah. The best podcast out there if you like the historical side of crime, especially prison-related stuff, documentary uh, style podcast hosted by Woody Everton and Jim Chapman. Yep. Blow so your mind. Check that out. It's Hello Fresh Day for me, and oh, I've yes. got some desserts coming. Yes. Really? You do? do. I get the Would it be lava cakes? Uh, no, I went for the pecan pie. Oh, it's so well, good. I'll say it again. Yeah, it's pecan. good too. It's not pecan. It's pecan. At least he didn't say pecan. I know, but it's <laughs> well, like, I used to say pecan. It's, it's, it's pecan. Hey. Pecan. 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 Mm. It's good, y'all. Yeah. It's unbelievably it good. I made the mistake of calling a streetcar in New Orleans a trolley, oh, the, yeah. and mm. and someone street jumped car. completely down my throat. Yeah. I didn't right. know there was yeah. a trolley. distinction between. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Car I'm gonna talk about this for a before difference. we get off. The, um, yeah, we get a lot of invitations to be judges at different events and and like St. Jude's cook-offs and stuff yeah. like that, and uh, we were invited us three and we just couldn't make it work this weekend. I was late and checking to be a judge in another crawfish bowl. Uh, and actually we were invited for one on the weekend yeah. May 20th. We had to turn that down too because of uh, previous obligations. But I called Mike and he was riding his bike and I could hear the wind blowing. I said, you must be on your bike. And and I pulled him over. He said, let me pull over. And he pulled over and I asked him about this weekend uh, uh, going to the Sherry's Dacker's. Yeah. yeah, Sherry's. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I said, I said, can you can you go? And of course, we all had stuff. My sister's coming in from Dallas. And you got graduation stuff, and everything else. And Mike was like, Let me call you when I get in. I'm gonna check and see. And he called me. And he was like, during the conversation, he was like, What qualifies me to be a 
judge at a crawfish cook-off. I said, the fact that you don't know anything about it. That's right. right. Okay. Actually, that might make for the best judge. Right? But anyway, y'all, um, we, you know, when y'all ask us to do these things, we, we'd love to just try to give us as much advanced knowledge as you can. If you don't yeah. hear back from us right away, reach out to another one of us because in this one, this instance, it, I didn't get the message. Yeah, I'm sorry media. I had to say no to judging that uh, LSU yeah. gymnastics meet a few months ago. But if you if you give us a little bit more time, we'd yeah. be able to do that. Yeah, yeah so uh, go out to that at Sherry's Daiquiri's in uh, Denham Springs, Louisiana, if yeah. you get a chance. And, and all you lifers, we love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. We don't get to say it enough. You see us in public or whatever, and, and come up and say hi. You're not bothering us. Uh, yeah, um we wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for y'all, and it just means the world to us. And thank you to our sponsors. That's right. And until uh, until tomorrow, until Friday. Until tomorrow. I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino. For Real Life, Real Crime Daily, peace. peace. Show business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.